John Cena calls out The Undertaker, and it looks like the two are on their way to a collision course at WrestleMania. Also, a big battle royal, a second Memorial Battle Royal has been added to the annual event. We'll talk about that and much more here on PWR Tonight for Wednesday, March 14, 2018. Hello, wrestling fans. Damian Nelson coming to you here again from the PWR studios after a uh, absence of about a week here for PWR Tonight. I have been traveling and uh, have not been able to get back here in the studio to bring you the enlightenment that you look forward to on a daily basis. So we definitely apologize for that. We have planned episodes tonight, tomorrow, and Friday here for PWR Tonight because there is a lot to talk about in the professional wrestling business. And we want to make sure you are engaging in that conversation. So subscribe to us right here uh, to the Pro Wrestling Report on YouTube. All you have to do is click on the little link, uh, the little logo there on the bottom side of your page, bottom right-hand side, I believe it is, of your uh, window there of the screen, and you will automatically subscribe to the Pro Wrestling Report. So, so much to talk about. Without further ado, let's get into the first of two perspectives for tonight. Monday night on WWE Raw, John Cena, who failed in his effort last Sunday at Fastlane to uh, win the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, he put out the challenge, the challenge that many, including this reporter, have been waiting for and had anticipated, and that was a direct challenge to The Undertaker. The Undertaker, John Cena, appear to be on their way to a marquee matchup at WrestleMania, and it seemingly is happening exactly as it should and as I thought it would, which is John Cena must force The Undertaker to accept this challenge. John Cena must force The Undertaker, give The Undertaker a reason to get back into the ring because he at least somewhat retired last year. Granted, the words never came out of his mouth, but it has been referenced, it has been talked about, and while he didn't leave his boots in the ring, which is a clear sign of retirement, he did leave his hat and his jacket in the ring and descended down back into the depths of hell. It would have been a fine ending for him at Mania. Now, John Cena versus The Undertaker is a match we have not seen at Mania. I question The Undertaker's ability to perform on the high level in this matchup. It seemingly uh, has, he has seemingly been reaching the end of his rope, if you will, over the last few years at WrestleMania. And the last time he was in, Super in the Superdome for WrestleMania in his matchup against Brock Lesnar when the streak ended, wasn't one of his best outings. And I don't know if you can blame The Undertaker or if you can blame Brock Lesnar for that, but we're gonna see, look, it looks like a repeat performance from The Undertaker in the same building at WrestleMania again, but this time his opponent, John Cena. The dream match, the match that we didn't realize, we didn't see, that we wanted to see. John Cena versus The Undertaker at WrestleMania. Here's what's great about it, even given all that I said before. Here's what's great about it is, I don't know who's gonna win. You could argue The Undertaker's win is not guaranteed. He's now lost two matches at WrestleMania, including last year. You can argue that John Cena is not a guaranteed winner or loser because he's been losing more than winning lately. But getting there is going to be a lot of fun. And I'd taken us back, take us back to 1998. Uh, what is that, 10, 20 years ago? Good gosh almighty, 20 years ago, going into WrestleMania 14, when it was The Undertaker versus Kane in Boston, Massachusetts, I believe it was. And remember, it wasn't until about a week or two weeks before in Cleveland, Ohio on Raw, when The Undertaker finally stepped through the fire 
to accept the challenge of Kane because Kane and Paul Bearer had been trying and trying and trying to get The Undertaker to take the match, to fight his brother. They had been trying to convince him to do so. Well, it seems like we're going to take that same path at least that same route with John Cena trying and trying and trying to convince The Undertaker and then finally convincing The Undertaker to accept the challenge. Now, you saw some of the pointed words that John Cena used last Monday night on Raw, one of his better promos in a very long time, by the way, but calling out The Undertaker in a personal way, talking about him putting his pictures, workout pictures on his wife's Instagram account, things of that nature. This, along with the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns situation, are... Uh, going to be personal and they are going to have that one thing that sometimes has been missing in recent WrestleMania main events or marquee matchups and that is that personal element. It's personal for John Cena. It's personal for The Undertaker. It will be personal for The Undertaker. It's personal for Roman Reigns and it's personal for Brock Lesnar. It's personal for Vince McMahon after what we saw this past Monday night on Raw, which was very brilliantly executed by the way. Um, they are playing this perfectly reigns and uh and brock lesnar going into wrestlemania and by april 7th april 8th april 9th you may find yourself as a roman reigns fan if you are not already because this is being positioned in such a way that wwe is going to work the audience in such a way that they have not they usually don't have the opportunity to do so because people are thinking and are going to think and they're going to make us think that brock lesnar is done after mania but that he's not done after Mania, because at the end of the day, if they can come out of this with Roman Reigns as the top guy in all the fans' minds, the guy who got rid of the sellout, because it'll turn on him on a dime, as we always do, Brock Lesnar, if he were to leave, then they have won. They've got what they need from a long-term perspective. And we're getting the opportunity to see a different side of Roman Reigns, a more personal side of Roman Reigns, where he can tell us about his passion for the business, he can tell us about why it's important to him, and he can make all of us realize what WWE wants us to believe about Brock Lesnar. These are two brilliant scenarios, folks. Whether you like the matchups or not, whether you like Roman Reigns being in the main event and getting the championship opportunity at WrestleMania, or whether you like The Undertaker versus John Cena, getting there is going to be really, 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 really fun. I don't expect to see The Undertaker to accept the challenge next week. I think we wait two weeks. I think John Cena has to do just a little bit more to convince the dead man to come out of the shadows to accept the challenge. But there's no doubt we will see that match at WrestleMania. There's no doubt it will be deeply personal. There's no doubt it will be highly entertaining at the Superdome. And I am looking forward to not only that match, but also the Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns matchup and how we're going to get there and how that path will be on, on the, along the road here to WrestleMania. So, you know, WrestleMania is shaping up to be a pretty damn good card. you got Nakamura and AJ Styles. You've obviously got Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. You've got The Undertaker, John Cena. You've got Asuka versus Charlotte. Uh, you've got the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal, which there's been a lot of talk about that lately, especially with what we're going to get to next. So really good cards, good action. Dolph Ziggler, uh, and who knows how he's gonna be involved, but Randy Orton, who recently won the United States Championship, also going to be on that card. I don't know if he takes on Bobby Roode at, at the big show or if it becomes a three, five, or six-way matchup, uh, but uh, it's shaping up to be a good card. And quite frankly, that entire weekend in New Orleans is shaping up to be fairly tremendous, especially when you add this. 
WrestleMania weekend's biggest party is coming to Bourbon Street. Don't miss an all-inclusive all-night party Friday, April 6th, hosted by Kevin Nash and over 20 other wrestling stars. Enjoy unlimited drinks all night long at the Bourbon Cowboy on Bourbon Street. Throw beads from the balcony. Drink and party with your favorite wrestling stars. Hurry, limited quantities available. Purchase tickets now at pwrshow.com. That's pwrshow.com. That's right, folks. Shenanigans, Bourbon Street. We're going to be right in one of the busiest parts of Bourbon Street at the Bourbon Cowboy. And in fact, we are actually looking at expanding. Uh, may have uh, two different combined venues, a larger scale venue for this show because tickets are outpacing last year by a wide majority, uh, a wide margin rather. So don't miss out, folks. PWRshow.com is where you can t get your tickets right now to be a part of Shenanigans on Bourbon Street. I can't stress this enough, and you've heard me say it enough. This event sells out every year, sells out in advance. Last year, people were waiting for a long time at the door for spaces to open up inside the building for the event. We've doubled our capacity this year, but we will still sell out in advance of the event. And you look at some of the names that have been added recently. Terry Runnels is going to be one of our special official guests at the event. Live performance by Corey Bigby as well, a local talent from down in the Gulf Coast area. Obviously, the already announced Kevin Nash, Al Snow, Billy Gunn, and also recently added the Girls of Collar and Elbow. Collar and Elbow, of course, the wrestling band brand, and uh, a good number of their uh, models will be at the event at Shenanigans on Bourbon Street. Tickets available at pwrshow.com. Uh, and uh, wow, uh, the names will continue to be added to this huge event. And if you've been there before, you know there will be people there. There will be people there who we will not advertise. There will be people there who we will not talk about having been there afterwards because you've got to be there to see them because that's just what it is. It's, it's that special of a night and everyone in town wants to be there. They'll be 100% honest with you. I was having some conversations with some, some current wrestling superstars on the USA Network and there are several of them who are looking forward to this event, uh, Shenanigans on Bourbon Street. Uh, don't miss out. Tickets available now at pwrshow.com. Continuing, though, here with PWR tonight in the perspective piece, another perspective and one that has been the cause of a great deal of recent controversy. Monday night on Raw, WWE announced that they would be adding a fabulous moolah, um, the Memorial Battle Royal, to the event. Now, I watched Raw and all the while, including the video piece, I was hearing May Young, May Young, May Young, May Young. That's the May Young tournament over at NXT. Now you've got the you know May Young and Dusty Rhodes over there. You got Mula and Andre the Giant now here at WrestleMania. Well, there has been a lot of talk about the fabulous Mula and her uh, her rumored past in the wrestling business. And several talents have spoken out, uh, especially since her death in 2007, about. Uh, her unscrupulous business practices where she was uh, controlling the territory of women's wrestling across the nation for a long period of time and some allegations that she may have also been involved in, uh, well, being a bit of a madam and farming out some of her talents for, uh, what did Bill Clinton call it? Relations with uh, male suitors. Now, none of that 
has been proven. I appreciate the allegations. By the way, I'm not discounting the allegations, but Mueller was never convicted of anything. So they're nothing but that. They are allegations. Uh, but a lot of people are up in arms because WWE is honoring the legacy of the fabulous Mullah because of those couple of things, big things, by the way, that she may have done that people are accusing her of doing after she passed away. So I think we all need to step back. And, you know, after the, you know, the erasing of Chris Benoit and Hulk Hogan uh, from the WWE history books, Moolah was never erased. I think they've treaded lightly with Moolah. But it, it, it's not, you know, it's different because these are mere allegations. And I think that we today in our social media world and the, the environment that has been created as of late, the last year or so, and in the United States especially, is um, you know we either dismiss these allegations or we take these allegations as fact and as convictions. And I think we need to go back to finding that middle ground. If Mula did these things, I'm not defending them at all. I am not calling her accusers liars, but there is due process and there is a judicial system in this country, whereas a person is indeed innocent until proven guilty. So I think if we step back from the outside the ring, sort of in the ring drama, if you will, we can step back into looking at the career that was that of the fabulous Moolah. I think some 28 years she was a wrestling female ladies champion. However, if you're controlling the talents in such a way that she was accused to have been doing, that makes some sense now, doesn't it? Uh, but be that as it may, I, for one, am happy there is going to be a female version of the Memorial Battle Royal. Was Moolah the best choice to tie it to? Probably not, but who else could they have done it? Should it have been the Wendy Richter Memorial Hall of Fame? Think about that for a minute, folks. There aren't many people left, and some of you will say like a Trish Stratus or whatever. No, that, that, that's she has a legacy. She's a Hall of Famer, but that's completely different, and it's almost like the year Edge went into the Hall of Fame. It's like, he, it's been here for 10 minutes. But be that as it may, uh, oh, but speaking of the Hall of Fame, a lot of people also up in arms about this whole Kid Rock induction into the Hall of Fame. And again, it is the celebrity wing of the Hall of Fame. They're not, he's not taking up anyone's spot. He's not going in at the at the uh, at the expense of those who should be in, such as King Kong Bundy, Demolition, many others that are not in the Hall of Fame that should be in the Hall of Fame. This is a celebrity wing. Every year, one person gets that spot, and I think we need to just deal with it. I mean, it's it's they're they're going to get mainstream media coverage from having Kid Rock at the Hall of Fame and being inducted, and that's all part of their overall strategy and marketing strategy for what has become nothing, uh, I don't wanna discount it, it's become more of a marketing event and more of a live event than the special event it used to be when it first rolled out as an annual part of WrestleMania, when it used to be in the smaller theaters and such, where it was more intimate, more special. Uh, but it is still a, a good night for those who choose to attend. And keep in mind, that event will precede the shenanigans uh, party on Bourbon Street, and that's at the Smoothie King Center in New Orleans, which is, uh, I think, about a seven to 12 minute walk to Bourbon Street. We're actually on that end of Bourbon Street near Canal Street, where the uh, um, shenanigans party will be. So it's an easy walk from the Superdome area and the Smoothie King Arena to the VIP party, the balcony party hosted by Kevin Nash on Friday night. So we hope to see you there after the Hall of Fame. So. Let's see, we've talked about Cena and Undertaker, we've talked about the fabulous Moolah, we've talked about Kid Rock, and there's so much more that happened this week in professional wrestling, and I'm gonna bring you more perspective tomorrow. We're gonna talk about the SmackDown situation and the big ending 
where Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn, after being announced to go one-on-one -on -one with each other at WrestleMania, attacked Shane McMahon. Clearly, we're on our way to some type of physicality between the two at WrestleMania, between the three at WrestleMania, but what indeed does it mean? Will Shane have a partner? Will Shane be at a handicap match? What is going to go out, go down? And if, if, if Shane does have a partner, who is that partner? Because I think they framed it up in such a way that a very special talent could fill that role. And we'll talk about that tomorrow here on The Perspective on PWR Tonight. So with that, thank you very much for joining me here tonight. I'm glad to be back. Glad to have you all back here watching again. And I look forward to seeing each of you again tomorrow right here on YouTube.